This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from beautiful... Want to tell them the studio name first? Oh, from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh now, gosh. we have someone, a, a new patron. Um, oh, Patreon? A new patron saint. Yeah, we have a Patreon saint. Her name is Charlotte Coachman. Thank you, uh, Charlotte, for jumping on board to uh, contribute to the show, especially since we're out here. Uh, we stepped out boldly when Unity Online Radio closed its doors and decided not only did we uh, decide to continue, but we actually upgraded the studio that yeah. we we're in. We, we started paying Jeff Comfort yes. to be part of the team. So, um, and as a result of just stepping out in faith and digging our ditches and setting up a Patreon, yeah. uh, now, you know, we're breaking even with the show and, yeah. uh, even it's just growing, it's growing. So all, everything that you contribute really helps the show get out to more people, the quality of the show increase. Um, yes. and, uh, we appreciate it. So if you want to contribute in that way, go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. You can contribute any amount you want. There's some like set totals, like five dollars a month, what on and yeah, on twenty five dollars a month. Yeah, all the way up to a hundred. But you don't don't if you want to contribute less or more, you're free to yeah. put any amount you like. It is really fun when you start using your money to circulate it and support the things that you love. So whether it's with us or with someone else, I recommend even if it's just five dollars a month, start investing in the things that you love and that inspire and feed you and it. You, it, it always comes back magnified and multiplied. You know what's funny, folks? What's that? You just made me realize something. What? Because when you do this for you know so long, it, na- it becomes part of a natural, healthy desire to continue to give. Yes. I, uh, over this past week, actually the beginning of this week, I, had a, I was in the process of creating a poster. Ed and I are going to be live in person at Village Well Books and Coffee. Yes. Uh, next sat this next Saturday. Today we're recording this on the twenty third, but on Saturday the thirtieth at five PM yes. Ed will be interviewing and asking me questions and we're gonna have a discussion regarding oh there it is. My, I can hold it the right way this time. Yeah, my new book Break there you go, Break Out of Your Box. Be your heroic self, which is basically like listening to us do a live performance of this show. Yeah. Can I tell you about, first of all, like, uh, you know, it's like uh, Jesus said, you know, no one in your homeland is going to see you as a big shot. Right. Yeah. Who's this guy from? Where is it? Where is he? From? What's the line where the guy's like someone from? No, uh, he said, uh, what, what are you kidding me? Nothing good comes out of Nazareth. Right. <laughs> So uh, it took me a minute to – I got the book and then I had it on my table 
And then this week I started reading portions of it as part of my morning routine because it's so darn good, man. Um, it's right in line with all the other books that we read on New Thought. Again, it's called Break Out of Your Box by Fuzaro. It's on Amazon, F-O-O-Z-A-R-O. Yeah, and what's great, if you do a search for Fuzaro, which is F-O-O-Z-A-R-O, it recommends my book and The Singing Pickle. It's actually a toy, a singing pickle. Yodeling pickle. A yodeling pickle. Right, that's the, the thing. It, when the, you, <laughs> it was the best compliment ever. Yeah, so thank you, Amazon. Oh, and, but, uh, but so this, what were you about to this say? This is what I want to say. So in preparation for this, I was creating a... Um, you know, a hardback poster right. that says, you know... Oh, yeah, like a foam corkboard or whatever that's yeah, called. To have up, yeah, to have up there in the bookstore, well, we're there. So then people who don't, who are just coming as uh, regular patrons of the store... Like that Hollywood guy in the ill-fitting suit that went after you last time? Yeah, he, he, had, yeah he had one yeah. of those. So something like that, <laughs> something like that, so that the people at the store know what's going on, right? So I came up with this fun thing. It yeah, looks nothing yeah. like that, like the the normal no, no. book placard. Yeah, it's I a lot more that. creative, like and the cover of my clean. book. Yeah, or it's what I think is creative. Well, here's the thing. So I'm looking online because I do all this type of stuff on Photoshop, and one of the things that's a little difficult to do is creating a 3D image of the book. Right, you right. You know, because taking a picture of it doesn't, you can't really get it right. Right. Um, so there's ways to do that. Anyway, I do this, to make a long story short, I, I stumbled across one of these tutorials that actually gave a, um, a template, a pre-made template. Wow. And download it absolutely free. And I'm like, who is this guy who created these? Okay. And I look him up. And he says, you know, I love giving this stuff away, wow. just like us. And he said, you know, if you have any questions, I always like helping people. He's like a designer and an right, expert, obviously right, an expert right. with Photoshop, a whiz. He gives all this stuff out for free. I wish I had his name in ah, my we'll mind, bring folks. Out next, we'll bring next it out week. next time. But as soon as I did all this, I go, I got to track this guy down and find out a way to contact him. So I, I want to send him some some money. And I'm glad we're doing the show and you brought that up because now I got so excited. I'm going to do it immediately when we get done with today's show. Because I go, I got to give this guy something because right. it benefited me so much and felt right. so good. Right. This is a big contrast because the old me, you know, before I discovered Unity or any of this stuff, was very... Um, looking for things like I would look for these things that you could get for free right. and then be somewhat resentful or reluctant, reluctant, I should say, right, right. to drop anything or, uh, you know, very little bit in the offering, you know, right, if there right. was, a, you know, an offering made available. And now I've become the opposite. Yeah. You too. I mean, we give all the time <laughs> to yeah. things that were people like this guy's not even asking for anything. Right. And here I am so enthusiastic. And this enthusiasm of even the thought of giving to him right. makes me feel so rich and attractive to right. more prosperity right. that I know it's the right thing to do. And now I'm looking forward to it right. because the poster came out so good. So next week we're going to thank him on the air. Yes. And I that would have contributed. Good. Yeah. So this this is exciting stuff, folks. And you just yeah. made me think of that when you were telling them yeah, about... Yeah, yeah. Well, when, when, and then when you start living this way, it all starts to really make sense because I remember when I first started getting looser with my and more free with my circulating and sharing loot, money, uh, we were at, you know, we'd be meditating at the Nuns Bookstore, Pauline Books and Media yes. in Culver City. 
And at that time, I was still, I would talk, you know, I'd pay someone to talk to counselor or something, you know. Yeah, without thinking twice. Yeah. A lot I, of money. You, know, you might pay $150 an hour or something like that. And I realized I would leave that, that uh, chapel. yeah. Even feeling better than what I was feeling yes. when I was, and so I was like thinking about that. So I would put much more, much, oh, big, yeah. much uh, quicker to throw something into their little basket. Yeah, because we, yes, I mean, think of the value I just got out of that. And that place is so prayer conditioned, and all, and then con- connecting with those nuns and the bits of wisdom they would share. Yeah, yeah. So you start to look at things and value things differently. Uh, I think in the past, like if someone gave me something free, I might even undervalue it because yes. they gave it to me free yeah, and judge yeah. myself and judge them. Yeah. But when you start to value yourself and feel your innate divine divinity, then you start to, I don't know, everything just starts to take on a whole different feeling. So and it affects your health as well as your pocketbook. Too. That's right. And today's show, uh, along the lines of all of this, we want to thank Unity Minister Chris, Chris Chenoweth. Yes. From positivechristianity.net. He has a great website for resources. You can go there. He also has great videos on uh, YouTube. All of that you can get from the website positivechristianity.net. Yes. And I want to send him love and uh, everyone affirm radiant health for him. We'd love for him to get into a place where he's feeling fit as a fiddle and able to come on the show with us. Um, But in the meanwhile, we keep mining his ideas (laughs) for the show. So uh, thank you, Chris Chenoweth, because today's show is called Faith It! Till you make it. And it's based on a talk, a short video that we had from him. So it's called Faith It Till You Make It with Kathy Jean Norman. Yes, not fake it till you make it. Faith Faith it it till you make it. Right. And we we brought this idea up on the last show, actually. And it really played a a big part in our talk at Unity uh, last Sunday. So open yourself up to receive a major breakthrough. Whatever you want, need, or desire, start praising and giving thanks that the right answers and outcomes are already assured and on their way. Faith is more than wishful thinking. It is a magnetic force. With faith, God brings our good about in spite of our doubts. On this episode, Daryl and Ed make it clear that our positive attitude draws us closer to God and all that we desire. During the second segment, New Thought teacher, Kathy Jean Norman, Jumpstarts our hearts with today's daily word, positive. He's got some great stories. He's also a unity minister um, at the Unity of Santa Barbara. Yes. I had a, uh, the pleasure of doing a deep dive and trying to figure out who our friend is that was coming on the show because uh, the, uh, Krista McAvina recommended. She's a loyal listener, a fan of the show since we began doing beginning. it in 2013. She found this while she was still living in Florida. And she shared how much, I don't know if it's Kathy Jean or maybe it's Kathy Jean's mom. We'll find out later. But she loved them, the two yeah, of them. Yes. Um, I hope there's two of them. I hope this is the right guess. <laughs> but anyway, we'll find out if I'm wrong, folks. <laughs> but right. the bottom line is Krista McAvina recommended her. We finally got in touch with her. Uh, and we're so excited to have her on today's show. Yes, yes. So someone, another uh, listener and not just listener, practicer, contributor to the show, Sue Hodgson up in Canada. And she sent me a link to a book by Fenwick L. Holmes, who's the uh, the brother, right? Yeah, the brother brother of of Ernest. Ernest Holmes. And 
It just so happens that the book is called The Faith That Heals. So it's perfect that because it was a PDF, it was just perfect for the, this week's show, which is called Faith It Till You Make It. And uh, Fenwick said the very first two chap- uh, uh, paragraphs of the book say, A new world dawns for us every morning. Ah. Now, thank goodness for that. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves that because our mind, conditioned thoughts will tell us otherwise. Everything in it is fresh and unknown. To the hopeful and daring soul, each day is a thrilling adventure. What it will bring, he does not know. That it will be good, he can but believe. This belief is his faith. We all live by faith, for we are always on the borderland of the future. Each act is an act of faith, a feeling beforehand that the thing we are doing will bring results of some sort, and usually of the kind that we expect. The deeper this feeling is, the more certain are the results. No one doubts today that there is a faith that heals. What we all want is more of it. We desire not merely to know that such a faith is possible, but to have the faith. And that is what our show is really all about. Um, do you want to jump into these breaths? Well, let me just say one thing yes. before the breaths. Now, I had been going through health concerns the past month or so. Right. and uh, Mainly your own concerns. My own concerns. I mean, the doctor at the VA told me... Uh, uh, nothing really to worry about here. Uh, it looks like it's healing. I'll see you in a month. But my mind says uh, he wasn't really convinced. And then there's a doctor in my head, or Ed says it's his mom who lives in our head. I always say, don't be fooled when Mama B puts on a doctor's coat in your mind. Yeah, they put on their lab coat. And all of a sudden, this, this creature in my mind puts on a lab coat. Yeah. And it always knows better than the doctor. But unfortunately, what it knows better than the doctor is always... Bad news. It's right. it's a bad diagnosis. Right. It's never the doctor in my head. It's never the guy goes. Oh, th- these X rays are fine. What that what that other guy tell you? This is ridiculous. No, mine actually argues with the doctor even when the doctor is in it. Yeah. Thing. So uh, to make a long story short, I've really had to let this stuff go. Right. And I just want you to know that it doesn't matter. How long you've been doing this? Don't you don't have to beat yourself up when you start doubting. You know, uh, last week we had a talk at Unity, and in the talk, Ed brought up his wife suggested. What did she tell you when you're thinking this way? That's too. That no. feels too bad to be true. That one? No, she said something else that was way more funnier. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I was telling, I had something. Because I was so tired, I'd been working, and the, it was the school year um, had like a lot more responsibilities than I've had in the past, and I really had to keep showing up. And my brain was tired, and I was so I was like, I, in my mind, I had this deep fear that I was like dementia was setting in because I was I'm thinking I can't re- retrieve words as fast, you know. I'm just tired, you know. But she, I, I said one thing about this to her, and she said. That sounds so horrible. Don't you ever say that to me again. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, thank you. Thankfully, I've learned. You're right. Thank you for saying that. Because sometimes we think that those – I I like what you just described. It's the bad news bears. Yeah. These bad news bears are in our head. And we we get used to them. So we think there's some rational – oh, this just kind of makes sense that I would think this. But saying it out loud to someone, especially someone who was willing to admit how bad it – Yes. It kind of was like embarrassing to me that I had spent so much time – 
But it was helpful because I real like sometimes you bring it out to light, and only when you put it out there do you realize realize for yourself like you've basically been letting a kid in an ill-fitting baseball uniform, you know. Tell you, give you medical prognosis, you know, like the bad news bears, you know? Well, yeah, well, it's crazy because I'm really convinced that this part in my mind, this doctor knows more than the doctor. Yeah. But here's the thing. So then I was telling my wife, this is what I want everyone to feel reassured about, that it's okay to have these times of doubt. Yeah. Because you might even think like I did um, the, other, the other day, uh, my wife says to me, I can't believe it. I come home and you're crying and, you know, crying. She says literally crying. And I go, what do you mean I'm crying? I'm not crying. She goes, yeah, you are. Man crying. Oh, my prayers don't work anymore. (laughs) 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 So that's man crying, folks. But this is the thing. Even Jesus was at moments thought his prayers weren't. I mean, Jesus even had his doubts. And that's supposed to be a reassuring thing for us. Yes. Because no it means it. that God brings it about in spite of our doubts. And I'd been, because of these doubts, it means I just dig in a little deeper with my readings and my listenings and, you know, the things I listen to and stay away from the things that bring up fearful or discordant or resentful ideas. You know, yeah. I, w- I was really fasting from that stuff right which i do we do most of the time we rarely get our stick our nose in the news our motto is we leave the news to those who enjoy the blues that's right but the thing is this in neville goddard in one of his talks and there's a podcast um on where a guy does all the you know reads from all these spiritual books and he was reading from a talk neville goddard did that's not in print anywhere right he found the transcript but this is the key. I never heard this before. You know, because when we always think of our healing or whatever it is we desire, we put ourselves in that mind where we feel like we've already received it. We see ourselves happy and smiling and enjoying right. that place where we intend or desire to be. Right. You know, or I'd see myself jogging along, fit and happy with the wind, you know, right. against me and smiling. Your hair. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, it was kind of like an old thing I practiced, so it didn't feel like it had its oomph. Right. But in this talk, he said, he goes, the greatest thing to feel, the greatest answered prayer, if you're thinking to catch the feeling, is the feeling of relief. Mm. And he goes, we could always, the feeling of the relief that the money has come, the feeling of the relief right. that you're in that new position. Right. Like the struggle is over yes. and you're in the relief. Yes. So I started feeling the relief of the good news of my prognosis or diagnosis, feeling right. the relief of already right. being healed. And man, that feeling of relief is such an easy feeling to feel again quickly in my head. Mm-hmm. Just the feeling of relief. Because I know many times in my past where I felt... Oh, wow. What a relief. So it's such an easy thing to click in. Mm -hmm. And man, I'm telling you, I have been feeling better and better and better and better since I've started just, instead of trying to wrestle a good scenario in my mind, just grabbing a hold of that idea, which immediately brings the feeling, ah, what a relief. Yes. That's great because I I think I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe yesterday about this and the whole thing that's cha- that's really the key to it for me is like 
is the recognition that there is this God, this divine presence that never changes. So it doesn't matter how many times I go back to these old stories that I'm, vi- I'm a victim or the guilt or what, yes. all this stuff comes back up. It can't be true because God didn't change into this suddenly God. Because I think so. I think because I, I learned these ideas so long ago that I, I, I think, you know, they got it. I attributed them to God, you know, when I was very young, that this is the nature of life. That, yeah, at some point I get punished at some point. But. I've learned the truth is that that is never true. Yeah. And if I can forgive myself and, and go for that feeling of relief, oh. the, the good I seek will immediately flow into yes. my experience because it's never, it was never gone. I just was yes. not in tune with it. I, I was, my eyes were closed yes. to it, right? So in a way, this makes it easier. Like the more stuff my mind is conjuring up, it's almost like, the easier it is to jump off of that stuff entirely and just relax yes. and let God work. And that's where the breaths came from. The other day I was going. I just got one last yeah, thing. Yeah, lay, lay it on me. I just want you to remember, like, it just dawned on me that the feeling or the idea of relief, it really is from what you just said. My mind now accepts yeah. that this is true. Right. That everything you said that we've been denying right. about God when we feel no relief. Right. But once I just, that moment of relief is actually the moment of acceptance. That's right. Because too often I'll even grab spiritual principles, but with the same spirit of fear. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Give me 10 books. I need 10 books. You know, I need more. Get everyone out of here. I need to do this now. You know, it's like. This is serious. So that is the same mind that's generating the idea that there's a problem now trying to use spiritual solutions and it just doesn't work. Like. It really is, ah, really breathe, slow down, recognize, wow, the movie theater. The thing that helped me when I was waking up the, yesterday morning, somehow I just clicked in. I just had to convince myself, everything I'm thinking and I'm feeling, it's not coming from outside. Just like always, it's just being generated because this is what I'm thinking. These feelings are coming from the thoughts that yes. I'm having right now. They're not coming from anywhere yes. else. And I'm yes. going to invite God into my reality right now. And somehow that really started... To soften me up and like, oh, because there's something about when I think it's coming from outside, it makes it seem like it's real. No, there really is something out there that's judging me. But there's just a voice in me telling me that. And when I release and bring love to that, everything just starts to click. You know, when I came to your art show yesterday, I was a little bit tired or whatever. And I sat in my car. I listened to my affirmations that I have on my phone with a little ohm playing on the stereo. I just said a very quick like... Thank you. Appreciating the moment. Like part of me is going, what's this going to do? It's, this is too light. And uh, I look up. Boom. There's Siri Gopal, the laughing yogi, pulls up right then. And I haven't seen him in forever. He's got his beautiful glowing pink shirt and his green, like what kind turquoise. of green? Turquoise. Mm-hmm. Uh, turban. He's a Sikh, so he has a little turban on. And he's just like looks at me. And we start, He starts chuckling. <laughs> and we hug. And it just was like that little moment just like allowed yes. me to let God in. And so today is the day I let God lead the way. That's yes, our breath. these are our breaths. All right. So we just want to – because that's all we're trying to do. It's the, they, you could call it the Tao. Like I've learned that that just means the way. Like just getting in tune with the way that's flowing us always toward our good. So let's take a oh, breath. You know, affluence, the origin of the word affluence really means to be in the flow. 
Wow, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot. That goes a lot with what we're talking about with regards to tithing and circulating. Yes, and right. healing. Okay, Take I'll, a breath. Yeah. Ah, today is the day. I let God lead the way. Ah, today is the day. I let God lead the way. Ah, today, today is, is the, the day. day. I let, let God, God lead, lead the, the way. way. <sighs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. You know... Oh, can I read this from Kirky? Read that from Kirky. Okay, this goes right with what you then just we gotta, said. We got to go. Like, we got to get some readings and then go into the break yeah, so I we think, can talk to Kathy. Yeah, Moon. I think that should wrap it okay. up. That's Sounds so powerful. Good. Yeah. So another thing we do, I got in the healthy habit from my mentor Mike Dugan thirty six years ago to send postcards to people because you can mm. only say a short thing. Yeah. You, so it's usually short and sweet. But the main thing is, it's it just gets that generosity flowing. Mm-hmm. And it always made me feel good. Right. Gets me out of self. There's actually a great story in your book, Break Out of Your Box, about how you did that with your art when you were working at the oh, desk yes. in Honolulu. So I okay. read that just yesterday or maybe this morning. Yeah, Go ahead. the police department. Yeah. The, uh, I actually worked in law enforcement, folks. Now we're so, enforcing <laughs> a different kind of law. Yeah, so here we go. Neville Goddard said, when you know that con- – this is exactly what you were talking about a moment ago – When you know that consciousness is the one and only reality, conceiving itself to be something good, bad, or indifferent, and becoming that which it conceived itself to be, you are free from the tyranny of second causes, free from the belief that there are causes outside of your own mind that can affect your life. Nice. So that's exactly what I was just saying. I know. and the reason we like faith it till you make it is that it's faith. It's not fake. That's why the fake thing never sat well with me. This is faith. This is actually something real. You are using one of the faculties of your mind constructively to move into harmony with something that is very real and will manifest. So it's not I – know, I know what people are kind of intending with fake it, but I don't like that. I like faith it till you make it. So thank you, Chris Chenoweth, for that. Um, here's a quick reading from – uh, Catherine Ponder, the book is Open Your Mind to Receive. Go uh, to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. I think this is on there. You can order yes. these books. Yep. It's just off Amazon or what have you. We don't get paid for that. But if you want some of these books to read in your morning uh, routine, this is a good one. So she says, most people who read self-help books have learned enough to change the course of their lives if only they would use what they have learned. One way for them to do that is to use their gift of prophecy. A single bold statement declaring how you want your life to be is worth more than dozens of books read or lectures attended. Spoken words describing the good you want will help you claim it and quickly release it into your life. Ye have not because ye ask not. James 4.2. So that's, I mean, again, that's implying and it's the truth that we're just claiming what's already there. And God is always, we're always surrounded with heaven and we have to claim it. I'll say real quick before we go to the break is that the other day I pulled up, I was going to the beach. I was very excited. It was Friday. I was meeting our friend Lana there, Yobin, and I thought it was going to be really great conditions. I walked down there 
it's not looking like what I thought it was going to be. And there's a ton of people. Two things that like, you know, I was like, but I had already said to myself, today's the day I let God lead the way. So I'm like, I felt it. I, ah, this is not what I wanted. Then I just said, but how are you going to say that? You're, I was in near Malibu in this like secluded cove. It was beautiful. There's like $25 million homes on the cliff. It's like a movie scene, right? So I sat there and I was like, ah, I'm just going to sit here. And then I said, well, I'm here. I'll paddle out. I paddled into the middle of this cove where the day before there were waves breaking, but there was none breaking today. And I just sat there and I said, today is the day I let God lead the way. I don't care. I'm just going to sit here. If I don't get any waves, I'm just going to watch my friend Hyobin surf because I was – this was so liberating for me. I was able to admit I want nothing to do with that crowd. I didn't want yes. – now part of me was like, what? Are you cursing the crowd? I'm like, no. No. I just know what I don't want. I don't want that. I'd rather sit here and catch no waves. Yes. And I just really blessed it. And wouldn't you know, like within five, ten minutes, this giant perfect wave came right where I was sitting. And that's letting God lead the way. Yeah. And then later in the day – I like okay. I got a couple waves that got me started. I hadn't been catching any. I decided I'm going to paddle straight back to where all those people are. Forget it. I want to surf. I've been sitting here long enough. When I'm on my way over there, I, I see this guy that I had seen before, and he says, "I said, and this is again. I was I came clean. I don't usually like to moan and bitch about some when I'm in the ocean, but I just said, man, I've been sitting for a long time, and you know I really want to catch a wave now. And he goes, you know where you need to be, right there. And he literally pointed Point right where I had come from. But because I was le- – and in the past, right, I'd be logically, I just came from there, I might tell him. But I said, I'll oh, do anything God, right yeah. now. Yeah, I God turned around. Way. 20 seconds later, like the wave of the day came right where he pointed to me. And I was off to the races. When I came up, I saw him. He had caught a wave behind me. And I was like, I love you, dude. He didn't know, like, he didn't know how sincere I yes, was. But yeah. he was – I said, you're my angel, man. Thank you so much. And then the rest of the – all of a sudden, everyone got out. The waves got better. And I, it all be, it was all because I, today was the day I let God lead the way, even beyond what my rational mind could comprehend. All right, coming up next, today's guest, new thought teacher, unity minister, and keto brownie maker, Kathy Jean Norman jumpstarts our hearts with today's Daily Word Positive. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All righty then. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's show is called Faith It Till You Make It with Kathy Jean Norman. Daryl's got a quick reading to kick us off from Foster C. McClellan, Thoughts for a Friend. Great yeah, this, book. This is another book you can get very cheap online through Amazon used. We, we love these old Unity books. They're amazing. And you know what else? we Daryl and I'd like to set the bar low. Like, see, these are little one-page writings. Very easy. I read two of these before bed. It's like, do, it's like the doctor says, read two pages from Thoughts for a Friend and... You yeah. won't, and you won't need to call me in the morning. And don't forget, if you want to watch us on YouTube, go to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Now that we're in Chobo Studios, we have amazing full-length episodes available there. So you can check out what we're talking about. In 3D. Yeah, okay. in the nude. 
Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. <clears throat> so wait, that's going to get listeners. Ed knows all the marketing tricks. No one knows what goes on under the table. So listen, are you ready? Yes. To decree is to command. Mm. To decree is to command or to ordain. Ooh. Or I'd even say to baptize a thing. Yes. Let's decree that today will be a wonderful day for me and for all with whom I come in contact. Yes. That's the way we should approach every day, isn't it? Then why are we not more excited about life, about our successes in life, about our station in life? Our days, taken one at a time, have brought us to this point, our station in life. Yes. This doesn't mean that we're held to the past. Right. We can change in the twinkling of an eye. That's yes. good news. Today or your future doesn't have to be an extension of your past. Yes. You could go kabingo yes. and start here. It does mean that we can have good days from this point onward if we understand the law and decree good days for ourselves and others. Yes. To decree with assurance is to establish an idea and substance. This is the divine law. Decree any good thing with unwavering faith, and faith just means joyful expectation, and the law will make it so. Decree great days for yourself, my friend, this day and every day of your life. Wow, yes, and I, I just opened this book up right here, Raymond Charles Barker, The Power of Decision. This isn't even what I thought I was going to read you, but i got three lines here. In the chapter three is called decision. He says, decision is the most important function of the individual mind. No creative process can begin until a decision is made. Having made the decision, every right idea will flow into my consciousness. Each idea will reveal itself at the instant I need it. The creative process awaits your decision and your calm acceptance of the necessary work on your part following that decision. I'm just going to read this one little bit of Chenoweth, one line from that Chenoweth you sent me. This is Chris Chenoweth. It's just his, this is, again, Chris Chenoweth from PositiveChristianity.net. We got a daily email. I recommend it. And it started with uh, Psalms 55.22, Cast your burden on the Lord and God will sustain you. He says, Once all villagers decided to pray for rain, on the day of prayer all the people gathered, but only one boy came with an umbrella. That's faith. Yes, indeed. And speaking of faith, we want to thank all you listeners who have faith in us and you write to us and you continue to write to us with mail by sending things to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California. Yes. 90232. You could also just send us an email through our website. Just click on the contact. Our website's darrellanded.com. Yes. And you'll send us an email. We read them ourselves. We have no staff. This is it, folks. If Darryl you're a Facebooker, go to Funniest Thing, Daryl and Ed on Facebook. We usually post everything we do there as well. Now, I got a great post on a YouTube video. I can't believe this, folks. Yeah. I had no idea that someone from my high school days... And a cheerleader and to her boot. her father was a priest, right? Her or father was the local minister in yeah. our town. So from Mary Ellen Lavery in New Jersey, she writes on a YouTube post out of the blue. I saw that Ed shared it with me. Great episode. Ordered your book, Daryl. Thanks for being you. Hashtag go Mustangs. Mustangs was our mascot. Nice. Yeah. All right. We want to thank our chief engineer. We mentioned he was, he was actually the person who built the Unity Online Radio, uh, the station. 
He was with us the whole time. We decided we loved him so much. We always said we'd love to take him with us if we ever did move on. So you <laughs> need online radio. We put our money. Yeah, yeah, we put our money where our mouth is because we need his help and we believe in like sharing, um, paying yeah, for he, people's it, services. We would not be at Chobo Studios. We would not continue the show. We wouldn't be on all the different like uh, Apple Apple um, Podcasts and Spotify and all this stuff. We wouldn't have been able to figure that out without him. We wouldn't have had the episodes. No, he he uh, he like. Took care of everything, took care of us. His name's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. We also got to thank our other chief engineer. His name's Indy Fawcett. He's here at Chobo Studios, chobostudios.com, if you ever want to use this studio. Or uh, what's the name of your new um, editing that you uh, edit people's podcasts and videos for them? Oh, Indy? yes. Yes, it's podshuttle.io. It is uh, – we, we take podcasts, you upload them, we edit them, we make them sound uh, you know, broadcast ready. Uh, we do audio and video, and we do social media clips. So you can just upload anything. We'll make clips uh, based on how, how many you want. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's our new thing, podshuttle.io. Thanks. Podshuttle.io. Thank you, sir. Shout out to Silent Unity, aka the Prayer Line. Eight hundred now. Pray eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. If you're having trouble faithing it till you make it, there's nothing better ah. than calling Silent Unity, hearing someone yes. affirm the truth from God, praying from that awareness of God, not to something that hoping it's going to happen. It's praying from the recognition that it is the very nature of life for our good. It's the nature of who we are to heal. It's the nature of who we are to prosper. It's the nature of who we are to have amazing relationships. So when we pray with someone from Silent Unity, they also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. Daryl and I use it all the time. Like you said, not only are we uh, the owners of Hair Club for Men, we're also clients. Well, I called them yesterday, yes. and they gave me a great affirmation. Just hearing a, a, a kind and loving person, and I just want everyone to know who's listening, this is non-denominational. They're, they don't ask for anything at all. There's no strings attached. You right. won't even get an email. Nothing if you don't want. It's the most altruistic Christian prayer service ever, and it's been around for, like you said, over 100 years. Yeah. I called them yesterday. I'll just let everyone know the affirmation in case you want to use it because it was so good. Yeah. My healing has already begun. Thank you, God. Yes. So good. So good. So thank you to them. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray, 800-669-7729. Shout out to Message of Hope. They get daily words in Spanish and uh, Braille, right? And they, they get them out to institutions, people in need. So we got our friend Chico, who's always hammering us to make sure that everyone knows the email is outreach at unityonline.org. Now. Ah, thank goodness. The moment I've been waiting for. Thanks to Krista McAvina for the recommendation. We love you, Krista. Thank you for all the great... um, Oh, you know what? 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 Krista said to us. Okay. Is it regarding Kathy, I'm assuming? Well, it's a good lead-in. Okay. Um, Hold on, uh, Kathy. Sorry about this, but I think it's only right. She said... I was just logging... Where was that one? Oh, it's for you and uh, Krista. There we okay. go. Sorry about this. Hey, guys, thanks for such a good message at Unity. It was exactly what I needed to hear because I was just as poopy-minded as you described. Eight out of ten, I think I'm just living a magical life. But those other two are doozies and hard to pull out of, like a Top Gun-style sp- death spiral. But I'm back in the cockpit thanks to you dudes making me laugh and your wives. Those ladies got it figured out. So that is our friend Krista. 
She recommended our guest. Her name is Kathy G. Norman. Kathy Jean Norman. She's back in the ministerial chair. She stepped out of it for a while to bring people delicious brownie mixes, but she's back now in the unity of Santa Barbara. So, welcome to the show, Kathy. I what a joy! You guys rock and roll. I gotta say, and Daryl, I just oh, I just ordered your book. Whoa, it looks fabulous! So wow. I'm looking forward to it. Dude. Wow, man! There's so much we can be talking about. What's is there anything bubbling up since you've been listening? You're a professional. We're just throwing <laughs> this stuff out there, so we'd love to oh, hear you. Your... Know, uh, it's so beautiful how the universe always orchestrates itself for good. And uh, Chris Chenoweth is a dear friend of mine. He and I went to ministerial school together Whoa, in wow. 19. Well, we started in 1981, graduated in 1983. So mm. he's a dear friend, and it just—it's so beautiful that I—I I get to jump on his uh, wow. his lesson of faith it till you make it. I wow. love it. Isn't that perfect? That's amazing. I love this stuff. I get the chills. What are the chances, Ed? Yeah, because we um one thing we noted that you were at um Unity in 1983, right? You just said, and uh, I graduated in 1983. Yeah, yes. our friend Tom Thorpe who's also um, been like a big part of the show since the beginning, um, graduated and said how great of a time that was to be at Unity Village. Totally agree. Mm. I am so grateful that I was there during that time. It was, you know, we had the best teachers. Um, we had, I, I don't know if you remember Ed Rabel. Um, he was fantastic, a good mystic. Mm. Uh, and, and the people that we had, Tom Thorpe, um, you know, we had mystics that mm -hmm. that really taught the unity principles. So I feel very uh, fortunate to have had that. Yes. Yeah. And you wow. know what? James Dillett Freeman was still alive then, too. True. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. was, was and, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, he wasn't exactly the the uh, sweetest guy that yeah, you that's, think he was. Yeah, you know, that's right. weird. Yeah, I, I always kept my my distance from him because I wasn't sure if he was going to let me have it somehow. You know, wow. <laughs> was Elaine Meyer? There? I mean, she was working Elaine there at that Meyer. time. Elaine Meyer went on to be the editor of Daily Word. She's a good friend of ours, and yes, oh, nice. Yeah, she used to edit the poems of James Dillard Freeman and would talk about how sometimes she had to just like pull him way in from the stuff that he was. Yeah, choose what he was writing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he, he looked like the sweetest, like Santa Claus, right? right. But he wasn't quite like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think, I mean, you've just said a few of the things, but can you say more about what it was about the way it was being taught and practiced at that time that made it so special to you? Because you used the word mystic. What do you, what do you, what oh, do you mean by that? I say one thing too? I just want to say this too, um, Kathy. I'm so grateful for that time because... That time in my life, I discovered, I discovered Unity three years after you graduated, 1986. And it was the worst time of my life, which turned out to be the biggest blessing that I was recommended to go to check out Unity Church at Diamond Head. I was stationed in Honolulu, Hawaii right. by two people, Mike Dugan, my mentor, and then also another a guy in the service because the, it was like – I could not believe what I was hearing and feeling. Everything that you folks were sharing at that time, it was my mind went, oh, my God. Yeah. When, when religion is put this way, it makes total sense. It's like there was nothing in me. There was no alarm set off. It was like, 
oh my god so this is what it's all i it was almost like my insides already accepted it like yeah. it was hearing something familiar and it felt like what a relief i could live this way yeah Yes. And I love you put it that way because unity, the principles offer us freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. and I often think about Myrtle Fillmore, uh, you know, when she when she went to see E.B. Weeks and, and there was that one statement, you are a child of God and you do not inherit an inherent uh, sickness. Yes. And she uh, it was at that moment. And we all have this moment, and I believe, Daryl, you have this moment where it's a pivotal point. You're at the fork of the road. I can continue to be the victim of my circumstance, or I can be the the one that defines my circumstance, and that's unity does it defines your circumstance how can i take responsibility how can i use these truths to make myself better and bigger in a way so you you nailed it right then and there you had that pivotal moment where these teachings offer you freedom yes yeah that's faith it till you make it It was the moment that i understood faith as an actual yeah practical thing yes. up until then it was yes. like a noun oh catholic the J- jewish like i thought it was a noun i never knew it was this mm-hmm. you know i'm in the faith are you in the faith it right. meant nothing to me right, it was right. useless i was talking it was, like a, it was a club right. it was more of like a club, a club to be part of rather than something you could use but now it became this magical mm-hmm. thing i could apply like in my daily life it was crazy i still get excited by it because it still works i can see that by the way you're clutching life right now i'm doing a joe cocker yeah joe cocker (laughs) live at woodstock this is amazing yes you gotta check this out on youtube that was amazing i get by with a little help from my friends i'm so excited my cocker came out that's (laughs) great You <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh man, you know what? James Dillon Freeman would love that joke, man. Um, <laughs> this is great. You know what? I it's so funny because my fork in the road came from being Catholic, from practicing this stuff when I was nineteen. I was in college, and I was. Having so much anxiety, I sought help from a great psychologist who was a student of Carl Rogers, um, and he just taught me these certain practices, but then I went away from it. I hit a fork in my road where I was so anxious and scared because the things that worked for me, I didn't know if they were real anymore because I didn't have any source to get them from, and I remember I was standing in the shower. I had left my job as a teacher at LA Unified with no plan because I was just... I just was like, something bigger is calling me. I actually talked to Wayne Dyer on this Hay House radio show and quit <laughs> teaching that day. It was the stupidest plan I've ever had. I went through so but much. It, it turned out to be a blessing. Yeah, but my anxiety went from on and off to on. Like every second yes. was hell. And I was in the shower going, God, I need the teacher. Show me a teacher. And I started going to Agape. But what really got me at Agape was the daily meditation, which is yeah. where I met Daryl. And um, and I would talk – we'd do our meditation, which was great. And then we'd walk out and Daryl would like, oh, I just can't stand all the way they sell so much stuff here. I don't know. There were certain elements. And so eventually I stopped going there, but I stopped, kept hanging out with Daryl. We went to the – we started at the nun's chapel. We started yeah. meditating together because I had stumbled in there one time. And uh, 
But it was just like you said, I couldn't, I was the dude whose head was underwater and I wanted the teachings as bad as that, the Buddhist teaching where the teacher's like putting their, when you want this stuff as ba- badly as you wanted air, yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. And I was at that Absolutely. fork. And because the Catholic part had treated me very well in some ways, but I needed the practical yes, application the practical. of it. And like you, it's so exciting. Like my wife said the other day, when it was my birthday, she put a little note on top of my reading glasses case. It said, don't be so serious, Eddie. And then it, <laughs> I opened it up and it said, you're a wizard for F's sake. And yes, you are I do a feel wizard. like that. We're like, like Harry I Potter. I love it. Yeah, we are like Fantastic. the wizards in Harry Potter, meaning we're the mystics. We are, we're living it and we're doing it in a practical way that has nothing to do with costumes. It's about – yeah. Practices that yes. are transform the world. Yes. It's amazing. Transform That's the world. what I loved about Unity too. There was police yeah. officers, attorneys, doctors, a sanitation worker, a performer who played at Waikiki. It was people all walks of life yeah. applying this way of living into their everyday existence and living successfully and yeah. happily and yeah, yeah. joyfully and confidently. I was like, I want that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is you become the vibrational match for more people right. of like mind to be there. Right. You know, Charles Fillmore said uh, society will always teach uh, teaches victims. And if you look out in the world today, there's so much to me. I mean, if you were to look out, it, it's, it's kind of like we're living in an insane asylum. Right. If you look out there yeah. and you get plugged in, you if you get triggered by the victimhood out yeah. there, then, then, you know, it's hard to get back into these teachings. These teachings are saying, okay, that's what's happening. Go higher. Go yes. to higher mind. Look at it from a, a bigger place. And you'll yeah. start attracting people of like mind, just like the two of you did. I love the story about how the two of you got together. Right. Because this was meant to be, definitely. This oh, thank you. meant to be. Oh, thank you. Dude, um, yes. now we're really feeling good. I'm using the word dude. Uh, I was going to so, say, did you just call her a dude? <laughs> yeah, that's when I know I'm really getting comfortable. <laughs> well, look at that. Beautiful blonde hair. Santa Barbara. Um, I know. She's like, when, she looks like, remember when I had a crush on the Go-Go's in the oh, 80s? Yeah. She looks like one of them to me. <laughs> oh, I know. Ooh la la. Oh, um, I'm flattered. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, we're, well, we're not going to get it all in today about you because you have so much to offer. But I one thing I enjoyed was the podcast about the joy, something about joy and about in the, you know how you described your journey within the in the mix. The um, what's it called? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. So I um, after I uh, retired from the ministry, I had been in it at that time. I think it was like thirty-seven years, and you know I'm a as far as faith it till you make it. I'm a big believer in risking. Uh, yes. You know, once you risk. Uh, just go and, yes. and have faith that it's going to happen. So um, I wanted to start a, a keto baking mix company, and it was called It's All in the Mix with Two X's. Yes. And um, so myself and, and uh, another partner of mine, we decided to, to do this together, and it took off. We were in over 500 stores, including Whole Foods, all across the, the country. It just took off and and then there was a moment where and i i love daryl what you talked about as far as relief yeah. um there was a moment where 
um, we were looking at the high prices, all of a sudden uh, almond meal, it just skyrocketed. And it was important for me to have um, everything be organic, non-GMO. And I could have bought almond flour from China to make it so that it was affordable to everyone. And it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. And, um, and I had, I had to think of, okay, right now, do I charge $20 for a little baking mix of brownies mm-hmm. or is it time for me to let this go? So for three years I had that company. And, uh, as soon as I let it go, there was this relief ah. or just the thought of it, Daryl, when you talked about it, just the thought yes. of letting it go. It was like, Oh, Okay. Now I can get back in the ministry. I have a whole different way. Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> I love that because we brought up Mike Dugan. Mike Dugan was my mentor. Yeah, and he was his birthday yesterday. It was his birthday on the 21st. 21st. Yeah. And his daughter reached out with an email, and which was great, and reminded how much she missed him. And we all miss him. And But um, this idea of relief he used to help me so much with things, like even whether or not I should leave a job or move. He would say, well, how does the idea this make you feel? Does it make you feel like how do you feel? Do you feel a sense of what? And I would go, relief. And he goes, well, there you have it. That's the That's choice it. to make. And so many times we go in this back and forth but if I've learned that from that now when I ask myself, and it's even like you said, the guy says, go over there, there's the resistance. That doesn't feel like relief. But the just, I'm going to let God lead the way. That relief feeling, that's the pointer. That's the directional of where to go. And every time I've made decisions based on following that, they led to incredible out-of-the-blue Things that yeah. always were yes. beneficial, even like your incident instantaneously with a wave. So now it's something I have to keep there. Yeah. Thank God I learned this lesson. Like, how does, what is this? Does the this idea of this, I need to hear this. What's right the now. feeling it brings you? If it really brings you a sense of relief, then there you have it. Yeah. But there that That's comes, it. but now comes in the faith until you make it. But I'll tell you what. That sense of relief matched with the faith you make, it creates like a vortex where all of a sudden, whoa. Yeah, you 100%, know? 100%. Magic yes. happens. And that's why I, I loved Ed's story about the wave. Uh, that was a magnificent story because that kind of guidance doesn't make sense. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, and, and like you're saying, Daryl, even when you feel that relief, it's like, well, does this make sense? It may not make no, sense. No, yeah. You've got to go. you got to do it. you yeah. got to do it. Yeah, you guys And are, then the universe yeah. orchestrates itself to, to bring you the magic. Right. That, you know, all of this stuff is really helping me because i got to get out of the public school teaching for a little while. I, I just got to. I've been doing it for a while. I'm the best at it, but I feel like there's another piece i got to do yeah. and then come back to it. Because they're not promoting like the leadership that I have in me. Right. It's feeling stifled, which has been creating resent- a, a backflow. Like I can be doing infinitely more. And I've yes. just hearing you guys say this and hear, seeing you, Kathy, describe that feeling. And I'm a very like intuitive sort of like uh, getting the download. And, and you, it's like, oh, yeah, this is like the one area where I haven't been listening to that simple. That's the yeah. simple formula. 
And if everyone's watching and listening, you'll know this is the way we know we're talking to someone else who practices this stuff the way we do. Yeah. When they light up when they oh, talk yeah. about it, when it gets exciting, yes. where it becomes something. It's all about the little things and how the little things. Yes. It's, it's, these are the things. When you, if you get excited about this, then you're practicing it the way we're talking about it. And it's speaking, Absolutely. And speaking of Mike Dugan, I remember I was in the same thing, Kathy. I was working at Time Warner for mm-hmm. a while. And same as Ed, I was doing tele- producing these television shows. In the beginning, I was, you know, it was fantastic. Yeah. You know? You know, exciting because I didn't know how to do it all. So right, I was always right. like having to faith it till you make it, which right. is exhilarating. Right. But it got to the point where it was like I could do it in my sleep. Right. But I didn't want to let go of it because of the money, the yeah, hours. Yeah. It was just and the benefits. Ooh. But <laughs> I talked to Mike about it. And he goes, well, how does it make you feel? This, I, if you laugh, I, go, I feel relieved. He goes, Daryl, every time you stepped out on faith, look at what's happened. So. I go, you're right. So he's wanting to just make it your your 50th birthday. You're, you're going to leave that job and see what happens. So I did. And, and this was six months before that. I made the decision in my mind. The relief was with me. I was good at my work. I didn't have the short time or negative. I had the short time or positive because right, I knew I'm right, leaving. Right, so right. I missed her my job. But what happened is a month before I was going to turn in and give him a 30-day notice – a month before that, 60 days before I was going to say, I'm no longer going to be here, I get laid off with a year's <laughs> severance pay. They call, oh. I was like, they call me and I'm going, holy cow, they're going to lay me off because all wow. the big cheeses were there from New York, which are never there. And they're, right. and they're going, hi, right. Daryl. And they'd like walk away. Right. <laughs> so you knew. But, that but it, is a great story. I was like. Mike, I can't believe this. Yeah. And then 30 days after that, my wife got laid off. Right. And now Ed was with me. And I go, I wonder what wonderful things are going to come of this. Yeah. Because that's another thing Mike told me. And it turned out, I mean, I can't even tell you. Ed's been there. So you see how it turns out. Yeah, amazing. You this get taken care of it. it. It turns into something better. That's awesome. That's it. You get taken care of. I love that. That is, and I'm I'm knowing that for you too, Ed. That yes. As you step out, it's all going to come together for good, and I I can't wait to hear the the next uh, step. Hey, that you're thank you. Be this is thank you both because you're both. I mean, Daryl's been an incredible teacher to me. I mean, there's so many things in my life that I would not have if I never met Daryl. Sometimes it's nice. easy for me to forget that because we do this thing together. We create. We're like married. <laughs> We have to remind people but I'm that like, watch us. Yeah, we don't live in the same house. It, like two beds yeah. side by side like Ernie and Bert. We actually have our <laughs> right, separate lives. Right. But then having – yeah, like I said about the whole idea of therapy, this is like – this right here to me gets me so much more insight and coming from a place of, th- of three, including Indy, four creative people who are out here living this way. It's just so yes. inspiring because I just want to say like it's helping me to see like – the way I see it in others too, the way teachers are cast in the system in which I work as subordinates to people who are just doing paper, like it's, it's very hard. Like I thank God for these principles. It's allowed me to continually use that as an exercise of dumping other people's expectations, but I don't want that work anymore. I want to run my own thing where every employee I have who does this work comes away yes. as, like excited yes. because Daryl knows and Daryl's part of it. When I work with kids, 
I, and and you, you, USM, which you attended as well, gave me the tools. Yes. Like when I work with kids, we're not trying to just get them by. We, I see healings, transformations. I see stuff that it blows the doors off of psychology, like current level, like the psychologies that w- that work, you know, in the in the that yes. that that system. Like these yeah. kids do things that they're not. Uh, uh, even ca- quote, quote capable of doing according yeah according this, to this those predetermined right. ideas that I, the school says they'll ever be capable I of. had this yeah. realization Absolutely. the other day because of these practices and principles it's the same data we're getting but that but our conclusions that we're reaching are totally different right like the conclusions I yeah. reach are totally different it's the same information coming in yeah but what just like our lives but the conclusions that we're making are totally different and I realized the other day just remembering now that I started forgiving myself for pushing away the things that I believed I was not capable of having because this is what I realized when I desert, determine I'm not worthy or capable not only is it just sitting there but I then start actively pushing it away yeah. In the past, and I no longer want to do that. You know, like I have, I can feel it. So thank you both for holding like this space, creating this conversation. So I, because I'm seeing it so clearly, it's reminding me of the visions that have been coming to me. So thank you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you, if if we have time, let me tell you a quick little story about how to be in the flow. Yes, I'd love to hear it. Um, so, uh, we live in a neighborhood that you have to go through one neighborhood to get to another. And part of our neighborhood is surrounded by a preserve. We live in Ojai. Oh, yeah. What? I was just up there with my friend who got out of witness protection program. (laughs) I'm dead serious. Okay. Next time you guys are up here, you got to give me a call. I'm up there. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to the Unity up there, too. Anyway. It's so close. Go ahead. So um, so each day for for years, um, I would walk the dogs through this one little neighborhood, and there was an RV, a Mercedes RV, um, and it, it was 24 feet. I mean, it was like this beautiful RV. Never went out. And I could just tell that on the, on the road, she was always, like, watching people go by. You know, I call right. her. She, she was always watching people go by the bicycles, the cars, but she never got out. And so one night, I and this was last year, I was walking the dogs, and um, and I said to the universe, universe, if that owner wants ever wants to sell that RV, I want it. So the next night, my husband and I now are walking the dogs, and the owner just happens to be in in the RV, and um, so my husband peeks in and and says. Uh, Oh, hey, how do you like this? And the gentleman, his name, we call him RV Bob. <laughs> and so RV Bob said, you know, um, it, I we really love this. We don't get to take it out because I'm having problems with my eyesight. Mm. We're thinking about selling it. Wow. No, this was just the night before that I said this <laughs> yeah. to the universe. So, Ed, pay attention. When you say you want something, yeah. it's going to yes, happen yes, yes, for yes, you. Yes. So then um, we both said, oh, well, we're interested. And uh, and my husband said, so how, how much? Now, 
it was such a low price. And this, and it only had 25,000 miles on it. Wow. And I'm thinking, yes, I'm telling you, this, this, this is a right. beauty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, Steve, my husband, Steve said, we're interested. Can I bring a mechanic tomorrow? That, well, that would be on a Saturday. Sure enough, you can bring a mechanic tomorrow. Um, and so as we're walking away, my first thought was, oh, my God, we can resell this and make tons of money. You know, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, we can make money on this. But it was something deeper about about this RV. So we have the mechanic come and RV Bob is in the uh, driver's seat. I'm in the other seat and I have my two dogs on my lap. And one of my dogs, uh, Frankie, started growling at something outside. And I said, Bob, stop that right now. Now, I had a dog by the name of Bob. And RV Bob looked at me like, "Is she? did she just reprimand me? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I used to have a dog by the name of Reverend Bob. Mm. And so the it was, so we bought the RV. A week later, I'm walking the dogs again. It's all about walking the dogs. Yeah. And RV Bob says, hey, Kathy, come over here. I want you to meet my wife. I said, okay. She's got a story for you. So here's the story within this story. She said, uh, uh, in 2011, Bob, my husband Bob, and I came out here to Meditation Mount. We were thinking about moving to Ojai. And we uh, saw this little dog in the car by the name of Reverend Bob. Oh, my God. Whoa. And she said, we met the owner, and we talked for over an hour. And I looked at her, and I said, oh, my God, I remember you guys. (laughs) And we had, in 2011, we had such a connection. And it was one of those, and you guys would know this, yeah. when when you have a connection with a woman and you go, oh, this was before you guys got married. Oh, I should have taken her name and number, and you never did. And you're probably yeah. wondering, whatever happened to her? That's what happened to us. We didn't take our information, and we were always wondering, what happened? So when RV Bob, after we had the mechanic, yeah. he ran inside to his wife, Carol, and he said, we found her. We've and and they said wow. we've been looking for you since 2011. Oh wow! This is the best show ever, ladies and gentlemen. Synchronicity, synchronicity. Ed, I'm knowing for you when you put it out to the universe, it is going to orchestrate itself in such magical ways. And I can't wait to hear about the next step. I really can't. Hey, thank you. You're really, really helping me. I can feel those how to like claim it and like i don't know i'm feeling the clarity of even what to say to the universe even more because it's really clear a lot clearer to me than i even realized and i'm realizing this is why i've been kind of feeling funky the last couple days is because i've just gotten on a break from teaching and it was really successful but i've been feeling a little kind of weird since then and now i'm realizing why because this thing has been like knocking on the back of my consciousness absolutely so let's let's get the daily word we got to wrap up the show do you uh, have the daily word there to read I have it right here. You guys were so good to to send it my way. So let me read that for you. You got it. Oh, it is so good. It's my it's the the word is positive. My positive attitude draws me closer to God. A positive attitude is my constant companion. 
whether alone or among a multitude of people, I am secure within myself. I welcome ease and grace, grateful for the synchronicities that help me feel God's presence. With positive expectancy, I look forward to what is good and uplifting and instantly feel blessed when I find it. Even if I occasionally feel anxious, I recall Jesus' words to not worry about what I will eat or wear, reminding myself that I am always valued and cared for. I meet challenges with faith and trust in the world's abundance. My positivity is a testament to my faith, my steadfast, steadfast belief that God is all good, all the time and it comes from luke this is inspired by luke 12 22 therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body or what you will wear and that is our lesson for today wow yes. well thank you so much um for joining us today kathy jean norman oh and thank you may i do a shameless plug please yeah. do we love that this is my book sermon on the molehill oh my Ooh. goodness so you you can get it on amazon Oh my we God! We are going to do that, that right now, as yes. soon as we wrap up the show. So thank you for that. And God bless uh, you both. And what a joy to work with the two of you. Thank you. Yeah. You inspired me greatly. We'll have to be in touch because um, we're coming. We would to love to, are you still speak? You're still speaking on Sundays, right? At, at Universe, I mean Unity of Santa uh, Santa Barbara. I am myself and Reverend Temple Hayes. We're, wow. we're co-ministers together. Right. So we'll we'll get in touch with you because we got we're not that far away. We got to come. We'll up come to hear those. you. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. Hey, why don't you guys uh, come up and do a guest speaking event with us? We yeah, would love to. Yeah, yeah. we'd love to. Yeah. We'll put it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll promote you. That'd be fantastic. Oh, or, thank you. Or even a seminar or a workshop yeah. or something. We'd love to have you. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. We would love to do it. We would love to do it. Yeah. Well, now right. we got something. Don't hang up because we found something. Oh, yeah. We got a quick story. All of our guests get a story that may or may not be true. Yeah. We do some digging into the annals and journals of the local area to find some history here. Yeah. So listen, listen to this. Kathy Jean Norman was always a student of truth, right? Yeah, I believe it. Even as a youngster sharing her wisdom freely, you know? Uh, one day during math class, this is a long time, like very young, her teacher, Mr. Salazar, asked her to solve a long division problem on the board. Kathy smiled and replied, No, thank you. The class fell silent. Mr. Salazar took a breath. You know, he was probably shaking like, oh, how can someone say no thank you to me? Took a breath to compose himself. Kathy, don't you want to learn how to solve division problems? Kathy smiled and said, my mother told me that we all need to grow up and solve our own problems. <laughs> uh, you guys are fantastic. Oh, wait. George Harrison's here. Hello. <laughs> what do you got for us? Just sing along, blokes. It's the original lyrics to my song you probably heard in the 80s. All right. And this time I know it's for real The feelings that I feel I know if I put my mind to it I know that I really can do it 
I got my mindset on good. 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 Visit Daryl and Ed to visit anything or learn anything about Kathy us. Kathy G. Norman, we love you. Uh, and thanks again for Serving being. on the mole hill. Check it out. Amazon. <laughs> thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I got, I got my, my mindset on good. I got my mindset on good. I got my mindset on good. I got my mindset on good. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.